1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill, and you are listening to Talking Metal.
2: Mark Striegel, John Astronomy, the Talking Metal podcast. Coming to you from the Silver Spacecraft. I'm Bud Friendly, and now your hosts...
1: Hey, John Astronomy here. Welcome to another edition of Talking Metal, hanging out with
3: Mark Strigel at one of our favorite places, Midtown Manhattan, Starbucks. Hey, John, good to see you again. Thanks for meeting up for a, a coffee and a podcast. We have Rex Brown on the show today. A little Kill Devil Hill is what he's here to talk about. Of course, we know Rex from his work with a lot of other great bands, including, of course, Pantera and Down. But today he's here to tell us about the new Kill Devil Hill record. Sounds great, Mark. Uh, You've done a lot of great interviews
1: recently, and this one was very cool as well. So before we get into the interview, why don't we get into a little music? Uh, This is by Artillery, it's called Chill My Bones.
3: you just heard was chill my bones by artillery a band that has been around since the 80s but that track that you just heard is actually off their 2013 release legions and that is available on metal blade records so a big uh, thanks to our friends over at metal blades for allowing us to play that lou reed recently passed away let's hear a little lou reed music and uh, come back and talk about the one and only lou
4: reed this is the view I am a chorus of the voices that gather up the magnets set before me. I attract you and repel you, a science of the heart and blood and meaning. The coldness of most beauties is a challenge that our youth must quickly conquer. There is no time for guilt or second-guessing, second-guessing based on feelings. I am the truth, the beauty that causes you to cross your sacred boundaries. Some think me cheap and someone who despises the normalcy of heartbreak, the purity of love. But I worship the young and just formed angel who sits upon the bin of lust. Everything else bores me. I want to see your suicide. I want to see you give it up. Your life of reason. I want you on the floor and in a coffin, your soul shaking. I want to have you doubting every meaning you've like a fortune. Oh, throw it away for worship, someone who actively despises you. For worship, someone who actively despises you. You must give to me I want to see your suicide I want to see you give it up Give it up Your, your life of reason I want to see on the floor And in a coffin, soul-shaking soul-shaking, I want to have you doubting, every meaning you've amassed like a fortune, like a fortune, throw it away, for worship of someone who actively despises you, who actively despises you.
1: just heard was The View, a track by Lou Reed and Metallica. Man, I was actually with Ace when we heard that Lou Reed had passed away, and uh, all you guys may or may not know that Lou Reed and Ace co-wrote a tune together called Dark Light, which was on The Elder by Kiss, and I believe the way that worked is that Ace had the song, and it was called Don't Run, and then Lou Reed came in and gave it a uh, different vibe with some new lyrics and, uh, you know, made it fit the whole Elder record.
3: Let me ask you, I, I know he wrote that with Ace, and then he wrote um, World Without Heroes, right, with Gene, I, I believe, Ezrin maybe? Yeah. Were, were there other tracks on that record he wrote, or is it just those two? And there was one more track. It was pretty cool,
1: Kiss and Lou Reed getting together together two new york icons and uh just really uh sad to hear that he passed away because uh, you know you look at these guys and they're they look fine like they're doing records and then the next thing you know they they pass away and it it, it uh makes me feel bad I, I you know who i always uh feel bad about is um warren Zevon, believe it or not i know that's not metal but uh i uh, i love warren
3: Zevon, love him. is amazing amazing artist
1: yeah, I watched a documentary on him, and he was making an album, I believe, after he was sick. And uh, it's really great that that album got completed and and put out there before he passed away. And it was also really neat to watch the documentary. So, any uh, fans of Warren Zevon, definitely check that out. Back quickly to Lou Reed, though. Uh,
3: what was Ace's reaction to him passing? Ace
1: felt uh, very bad. Uh, we were away at an autograph signing where you gotta, you know, always put your best face on, and uh, you know he was. You know, I know he kind of was struck by it, and uh, and we we spoke about Lou Reed a little bit later at dinner.
3: Cool. I'm sure, uh, I'm not sure, but I believe Lou Reed was brought to the Elder Project or album by Bob Ezrin, who had done work with Lou Reed on a lot of other records, including one, I think, called the Metal Music or something, which was like guitar feedback and so forth. But a, a great American icon and rock artist who had done work with so many different people including David Bowie. Uh, This is Gypsy Hawk and the song is The Fields. It was Gypsy Hawk, The Fields. Uh, I just had a guitar lesson with Gypsy Hawk guitar player Eric Kluber, by the way, uh, via Skype. A lot of you guys might not know. I had nerve damage in my left hand and lost a lot of feeling, and I'm trying to kind of get back into guitar playing. And it's been a bit of a setback, but I'm glad to have Eric on board as my new guitar teacher.
1: That is very cool. I I remember we last hung out with Eric uh, at uh, a show down in that uh, Gramercy Theater. White Wizard, wizard. yeah. Yeah, with his old band, and um, he's a a really cool guy, and he's always been real friendly
3: with us, and uh, uh, I think that is very, very cool. Excellent. Yeah, and Gypsy Hawk's coming in December, uh, so maybe you and I can hit that show. We'll try our best to make it down, Eric. And great guitar lesson. If you guys want a great guitar teacher, check Eric Kluber out. Just email me at talkingmetal at yahoo.com or at mark at talkingmetal.com, and I will shoot you Eric's info This is Night After Night by High Spirits. That was Night After Night by High Spirits. You're listening to Talking Metal. Leave us a PayPal donation on TalkingMetal.com. Check out our live shows on Live 365. Just search Talking Metal and Live 365. Uh, we do live shows on Friday nights. And check out our new photo gallery of the Winery Dogs concert in New Jersey uh, that we just put up on TalkingMetal.com. Photos by, by me. What's going on, John? I am looking at my phone because a really cool
1: thing happened at the Chiller uh, convention that was Talking Metal related. Um, A really cool uh, Talking Metal listener named Patrick Stanton uh, stopped by, and he had uh, sent me a few Facebook messages before, and we had met uh, the year before at Chiller, and the coolest thing is that he wore a Talking Metal t-shirt to Chiller, and uh, so when you see him in the picture of Ace... He's got the shirt on, and then uh, me and him took a picture together. And uh, I want to post that up on uh, the Talking Metal site. And I just wanted to give a shout-out to Patrick. Uh, He he says he loves the show and podcast, and he sent a similar message to you. Just a very, very cool guy.
3: Definitely want to keep in touch with him. Great. Cool. Awesome. I can't wait to see those, those pictures. A few Talking Metal listeners emailed me about the Chiller convention. One guy was like, are you going to Chiller? And I was like, when is it? He was like, it's today. And I, I, I was so out of the loop that uh, I, I didn't make it. Maybe next year. Anyways, let's get into the interview right now with Rex Brown. We're going to hear in its entirety the song Crown of Thorns by Kill Devil Hill, followed by my kind of short interview with Rex Brown.
0: let's get after it, Marky. What's going on, man? You having a bad
3: day? No, no, the the day is good. The day is good, and we're happy to be talking with you, Rex. Uh, A lot of exciting stuff going on for Kill Devil Hill. You guys played last night, a Halloween gig in Arizona. How'd that go for you? Cool, man.
0: I wore a mask, like, first couple of times. Pretty funny killing the whole band did. Pretty funny.
3: Excellent. Uh, Are you a big Halloween guy?
0: because I've got small kids and they got me back into it where, you know, we, you know, back in the day we used to always throw our own haunted houses and, you know, we'd spend about a thousand dollars a piece and just tear the crap out of the neighborhood and tear the shit of people. You know, Philip had that house of shock down there and that was a lot of fun. We just got on there sometimes time work and, uh, you know, yeah, I love that people.
3: Cool. The big news is Kill Devil Hill has a new album out called Revolution Rise. Can you tell us a little how this differs from the first record?
0: How it differs from the first record. Yes. Just bigger, better, and bolder. You know, it just does play in a lot of dates in between those two records and, uh, and really the gel factor come into effect and, uh, everybody on the same page as far as, uh, the way we want to do the songs and, and, uh, Mark and I would sit down and, and put these, uh, put these riffs together, get them to Vinny, we'd rehearse them and then go straight into the studio when we could. You know, it's all scheduled around, uh, you know, they look at it now and it was kind of a tough schedule, but, in hindsight, 2020, you know, we were working for like 11 o'clock in the morning over at Pilsen's house. Jeff Pilsen, who co-produced the record with us, did a great job with the vocals and getting Dewey to really shine on this. You know, and I told Dewey the very start of the record, I said, this is yours, just let go. You know, and he did. He just he just nailed it. Um, I mean, I couldn't be proud of him. I'm, I'm you know, happy up again.
3: Cool. And how did you guys get in contact with Jeff Pilsen? Was he actually the producer on the record? Is the second question? He's just a mutual friend, and he's got
0: a studio up in uh, up in uh, Santa Clarita, Stone Canyon kind of area, and uh, a lot of rock and roll guys live now. So he's in the, the, the freaking Hollywood vampires, and, and uh, so uh, he just had a studio, and we just we, we thought we were just going to do drum tracks up there, and it turned out that we just had this good relationship. You know, I've known Jeff forever. i you know I've opened up. We, we've kept in touch over the years, you know, and Benny and likes the drum tone in there, and so, you know, it it just became one of these things where we went in and did three songs, and then uh, we stopped, take a break, because Jeff's either whatever, you know, the scheduling, trying to get everybody in at the same time, and booking me from flights here to there to there to there, uh, I was right in the middle of the book tour, you know, everything else, so it worked out in hindsight. It was it was very good for us to do, take those little breaks in between. Even though I like to do records like thirty days you're done, you know, have it all pre mapped out and everything else. We we just kinda did that pre mapped out. We would get Jeff to rehearsal and also Jay Russ in the mix of our stuff. Um just we had a team there, you know, for this record what we had a really good plan of what we wanted to do. So uh everything was just kinda mapped out and the riffs just started flowing. It was just magic. And um, just trying to capture all that on tape and getting it done, you know, it. We started at eleven o'clock in the morning and went till seven at night, and after seven it just shut off. That's when I usually start cooking at about seven. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it, it, looking back at it, it, it hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know, it, it, it was uh, it turned out really, really well for us to be kind of working that early because it, uh, yeah, it was different, man. But it was cool, you know. Obviously,
3: you've heard the record. Yeah, it sounds great, definitely, and we want everyone to check out Revolution Rise by Kill Devil Hill. Where did you actually first meet Vinny Apesy? Me? Yes. Uh I met him and Ronnie and
0: uh me and Philip were playing a festival in uh uh in Italy. I oh, god damn it I had the name uh I can't speak Italian though, but uh Riccio and Mindio in the outside of uh, outside of Florence, I believe it is. Anyway, there's a huge festival out there, Monster Rock, and Theo and and uh, I think it was '92 and they put the humanizer out, and so got to meet those guys. You know, Theo, we were huge goddamn fans back then. You know, we were just '92, right. so you know we were just uh, we were just floored, and then we you know went off and fucking. Learned one with him, and uh, me and Phil actually sat behind Teaser's amp and just watched Vinny play. And and so down the road, you know, um, I, I'd always stay in, in constant contact. Anytime we were in LA, I'd always see. You know, Vinny'd always be hanging out in the Rainbow or, or whatever, or you know, uh, we just we just kept in contact and just been good friends. And then uh, here you have it. You know, he laid some tracks to me, and I just started playing bass on them, and then. When I heard Dewey, I just said, "Yeah, well, that's that's full. That now it's game on, you know. Uh, that was just, it, you know, it's just, man, I got really lucky and found this four guys. We all get along well, we chill well, and it, it just kicks ass, you know. And uh, there's no preconceived notion, and not, you know, we don't want to sound like anybody but ourselves, you know. We don't want to sound like, pants you know, it'd be so easy to try to do something like that, and that's not what my musical journey is going to be about. I've already been there, done all that shit, right?"
3: I got it, so, definitely.
0: Uh, yeah, this is its own entity, and it can't be compared to anything else. But its own entity.
3: Awesome. For people who aren't familiar with Kill Devil Hill, can you tell us who the two other members are?
0: Yeah, it's just Mark Savon Mark and Dewey Bragg, and these guys are just as talented as me and Vinny are, if, if not more, and uh, just the chemistry within the band is just really amazing. Mark is just a, hell of a guitar player and uh, you know and then Dewey is uh, Dewey's just you'd have to meet Dewey he's gonna you know Dewey is Dewey man. he's cool he's the coolest do I know for sure
3: awesome can you ta- tell us what current amps you're using and also bass guitars
0: yeah I use hard key amps kibos and high uh, drives and uh, a bunch of them and uh, I've been using Spectre for 20 years stay at home 720th anniversary model come out shortly here. Hopefully for now, we're doing it now, as I can call him today, but uh, other than that, uh, that's what I've been playing, you know, like I just changed recently and went over to hockey. Just, uh, and it, it's, it's uh I'm loving it, man. It's really, really cool. Great, freaking sounding gear.
3: Cool, and did you start out as a jazz bassist?
0: In, in my band, of school Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? had one of the that school that I went to the, the high school had one of the best musical directors in the country. And uh, you know, the uh the top you know the seniors would always go to Montreal and open up jazz festivals, you know, in Switzerland, something like that. That's how good this guy, you know, I had contacts with running this really really great teacher and uh, you know, let me have my own way until I got kicked out. One too many times for playing too loud. So, um, yeah, but I always got back in. I
3: always, Oh,
0: sorry. You know, I'm smaller. Give me a smaller amp.
3: Right. So, do you play? Did you ever play stand up, or was it just electric?
0: I've got one cinema my Oh. Yeah, no, I play stand up. Sure, man, I played a lot of that. Yeah. so I could play it well. I was. to be able to try and get my inspiration from my grandma and everything. It's all time to the book and take
3: the book
0: out. You got it? need to get it. Read
3: it. I do have it. I haven't read it yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Hey, I wanted to oh, ask...
0: Well, read some of it so much. hurt you.
3: What's that? I said read it. I ain't gonna hurt you. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely tough. Yeah, I can't wait. I've heard great things about it. I wanted to ask you about the album power metal by pantera phil recently said he'd be in favor of having that reissued or re-released and said it's a solid record all around in the vein of judas priest how do you view that record and is it something you'd like to see officially re-released
0: i don't care they wouldn't put it out put it out that's that's like years in the past and that's when the band really. that's not a big deal to me i don't whatever you know i would to. i'm not here about this Kill Devil Hill record out so, you know, I, I don't,
3: that, that's cool, first shot I heard of it. Cool. Well, we look forward to seeing you when you come through the area with Kill Devil Hill, and we recommend all the Talking Metal listeners check out Revolution Ride.
0: Thanks a lot, Mark.
1: That was Kill Devil Hill with No Way Out featuring Zach Wilde
3: on guitar. Very, very cool. Great track. Yeah, buy the full track of No Way Out on iTunes. Kill Devil Hill, the new record is Revolution Rise. And that'll be, that'll do it for, for today. Guys, thanks for your support. Use those Amazon links in today's show notes to open up your Amazon and make your Amazon purchases. That helps Talking Metal. Uh, and big thanks to, uh, what was his name, Patrick? Patrick Stanton. Yeah, check out photos of him up on TalkingMetal.com in his Talking Metal T-shirt. Are we going to post the picture of just you and him or you and him and
1: Ace? I think we'll do both pictures. Uh, One's of me and Patrick, and then the other is Ace and Patrick. We'll
3: put both of those up there. Awesome. Guys, this is a little vintage Pantera. You can't buy this anywhere. It is currently not available. There are bootleg copies that are going for like 70 bucks up on Amazon. Uh, They're all bootlegs. You guys should be warned about that as far as I know, as far as I've been told. Uh, The record is Power Metal. It's by Pantera from 1988. And this song is called Over and Out. It was produced by a member of Kiel. Yeah, Mark Ferrari produced that. And uh, I
1: I think Mark is really cool. He contacted me um, because uh, we were going to try to uh, have him uh, meet up with Ace uh, a while back when I was out in California, and uh, I think uh, either he was sick or something happened, and he wound up not making it uh, to the uh, event that uh, we were at, one of the signings. But uh, he co-wrote a track called uh, Five Card
3: Stud with Ace on the Trouble Walking record, and uh, it's always one of my favorite tracks. Cool. I believe he actually has some songwriting credit on power metal not on all uh, maybe on one or two songs i'm not sure but he's one of the producers of the record and of course we know his band keel was produced by gene simmons Uh, so it's kind of interesting that he produced the first pantera record with phil on vocals and it is called power metal this song is off of power metal it's called over and out big thanks to rex brown for joining us today on the podcast